0: Welcome back to another episode of Being Human with Chris Walker, a podcast about just that, being human, being a little bit more of the human being that we really want to be, and maybe a little less of the human being that we were told that we were supposed to be. In this conversation, I'm going to talk about wokeism and somehow how this is being made to be a negative term. But before we get into it, I want to look at it what as human beings we truly want. And I believe as human beings, we truly want to be free and safe. And in this safety is to feel seen and heard by others. Because if we're not seen physically, like literally, if our parents don't see us, are we safe? If we're not seen by our parents and heard by our parents, are we even loved? If you can't hear me say, help. If you can't hear that, like, that doesn't make me feel safe. If I was drowning and screaming and you don't see me, you don't hear me, like that is the feeling of, oh my God, I'm not safe. I think I'm gonna die because I'm not being seen and I'm not being heard. And so with that yearning inside of us to be something as simple as I want to be seen and I wanna be heard to allow me to feel safe and loved as a core principle of being a human being, what I really feel that we are witnessing right now in this world are people trying to be seen and heard. And at least when I was a kid, I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be a famous actor because A, I thought I'd have money. I thought I really wanted to get a, I wanted to have a Bentley, but I wanted to prove to a lot of other people that like I was a big deal, that I was successful. And that ch- transition from wanting to be an actor, wanting to be a CEO of a company, but there was that feeling of, oh, if I'm in charge, like people will see me, people will hear me. I will not be invisible. I won't be judged. And so that, oh, we want to be an actor. We want to be a movie star. Look at this glamour. Oh man, it's so, life must be so easy, yada, yada, yada. Like those are some of the stories that I, like, I shared or I thought, but then when we look at what's happening right now, is we have created a set of platforms that actually allow everybody to be seen and heard. Like whether you have five Instagram followers or like 50 million Instagram followers, YouTube, TikTok, we have platforms that have allowed a person anywhere in the world with one of these to be seen and to be heard, to be seen and heard a little bit, to be seen and heard a lot of it. And the second thing is, The history of the United States has, or the world, has made it hard to really feel seen and heard. There are are cultures in the world that don't really honor expression, being yourself, sharing. That almost, like I would say, a lot of cultures. So there's something that's repressed inside of us that said, oh, I can never really let out what was in. And so there's a yearningness to share, to be open, to just, as we now like to say, using air quotes, speak your truth. And so as people begin to share, we also have this uh, affirmation. So to share a truly authentic thought doesn't happen all the time. It's hard. And if you share something that's truly authentic, a real deep true feeling on the inside. Guess what? Maybe you get a whole bunch of affirmations, or maybe you get nothing, or maybe you get shit on. That's, whew, that's hard. And if you only get one of those a month, what do you do with the next one? What do you do with the next one? Which is why it can be easier to do these short little polarizing things. Oh, what is everybody else on this team or that team talking about? And now I'm just gonna go over there and maybe lift it up, be more exacerbating, more on top, and then I'll have more views, more clicks, more affirmations. My dopamine goes pew, 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 up, 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 up. And I think that's the world that we are living in. This feeling that there is this left and right, as people like to say, and ultra-left racist assholes, ultra-left Antifa. And I actually believe it's like a circle. I was actually talking to my teacher one time. So it's a circle with an invisible wall between it. And the, uh, right on those walls are two groups of batshit fucking crazy people that think they're the exact opposite, but they're almost the exact same. And there's all of us somewhat lost in the middle, trying to find their way, but keep getting pulled, being like, oh, this way is bad, this way is bad, must come back to feel a sense of belonging. So that's where we really are, I feel like, from a human level. But then, you know, we have the people that are gonna talk, and now we have these platforms, and I truly believe that there is an authentic, beautiful side of human. all the people that create shit on Instagram, that create shit on, uh, TikTok, YouTube, whatever it is. But there is also that addiction, that little bit of all of us that wants to be a star because being a star feels good. People like us, people love us. And so some shit is coming out that is ridiculous. I do not even get it. I'm so glad to be in Bali because some of this shit is so ridiculous that I don't even know how it's a thing. I look at conservatives now dinging wokeism, and I think to myself, like what Ron DeSantis literally has an anti-woke law. We are making critical race theory illegal in his state, somebody, they canceled a class at a university because a white student said, I'm uncomfortable talking about racism. So first off, there are two sides of a spectrum of how anything can be taught about, but to demonize wokeism is to demonize awakening. So if we think of woke and unwoken awakening and then sleeping or going to sleep on the other side, would you not want to be more awakened in your mind. The light that is consciousness is a definitively great thing to be open. And to be open is to understand all that has happened, not just to memorize the detailed datas of the past, but is to have taken the past, internalized it, understood those experiences and take the knowledge and turn it into wisdom. So that is this path of awakening. So we're gonna say, oh, because you're uncomfortable, you make me uncomfortable, that's wrong. And then the thing is, as I look at it and I look at all the left shit, and then I'm also like, yo, we are teaming this guy up to make an anti-woke comment because you people that call yourself woke, you're some dumbass motherfuckers. The way in which we feel entitled to speak about things uh, and subjects that are super pure at heart. When I look at feminism, The yearning to have men and women treated as equals and given equal opportunities, that is definitively a great thing. You will not hear an argument from me otherwise. But when we take it so far to think that men and women are the same and we go overboard, it is on the compassionate side, I understand it. Because when one's voice has been taken away, when one's liberty was suppressed, women in the 1700s were on average illiterate housewives that were owned by their husbands who got to do whatever the fuck they want to do there was a i don't even know what year it was but it was way more recent than we ever want to believe 191800s that spousal abuse wasn't a crime as a man if your woman got out of line you could hit her uh the rule of thumb i believe comes from england where it's like you could hit your wife with a switch as long as it was smaller than your thumb like that was allowed so when we think about feminism. And as it even comes in today, there is a suppressed population. We can do the exact same thing. We could talk about racism and the civil rights movement. You have a suppressed someone that was physically hurt, traumatized their rights, their freedom as a human being taken away. And then I want to speak it. I want to make it known. I want to feel heard and seen. And I wish that it was just enough, but there is the way that we take it so over the top. And that's what we're seeing. Because if we just say, if you just get on here and I say, I believe women and men are equal, no one's going to give a shit. Ain't no one going to listen to you because they're like, oh yeah, we heard that. That's nothing special. But if you get there and go on some ridiculous rant, all of a sudden you're going to inspire those that feel unseen and unheard to be like, yeah. And then on the other side, you're going to then get the negative side of this person's batshit crazy. What are they even talking about? And now we have a divide and a thing that should be uplifting, that should be bringing people together. Because I believe, I look at Black Lives Matter. You can say whatever you want to about the humans that are part of the organization of Black Lives Matter. You can say whatever conspiracy theories or not that you say about George Soros and his media empire and whatever that. I look at it as a poorly led group of the most important fucking tagline that ever existed. Like I have very little, I don't have a huge amount of respect for the leadership of the Black Lives Matter as an organization and whatever the fuck they're doing. But let's look at the words. Let's look at the feeling of it. Black lives matter. Not that saying any other lives don't matter, but black lives matter. Lives that are right now not showing to be mattered, especially from the point of the law and police brutality, they matter. I hear black lives matter, and I was saying the same. all marginalized human beings' lives matter. Women's lives matter. Aboriginal lives matter. LGBTQ plus... Lives matter. All lives matter. But what it's saying is we are taking a specific minority group whose lives right now feel like they don't matter. The systems are set up to say that they don't matter. And we're going, that is what we're talking about right now. And then we can go, and then people want to go on the flip side and they want to harp on it. They want to go negative on it. And of course there's some shit that isn't optimal, but I come back to the same point is people are trying to be seen and heard in moments of pain, the pain of physical pain, the pain of loss, the pain of death, the pain of slavery, the pain of being owned, men, women, minorities, whatever it might be, and we're trying to be seen and heard. And in that seen and heard, some crazy ass shit gets said. Because we are living in a world in which I can't just listen to somebody speaking their truth. If their truth isn't stillating like Dateline TV, got to get my fucking popcorn in my mouth, then it's just like, oh, it's not really that interesting. So people are going polar, the wider toward the edges of these polarities than the the ease of becoming popular. Because somebody's going to be like, oh, wow, that caught my eye. Somebody that's just softly well-spoken saying something is not going to catch somebody's eye. And do people speak because they truly want a message out or they want to create a character that allows them to be a superstar? Like I look at Fox News and oh my God, is it like triggering? Because I see very intelligent people. This guy was at Ben Shapiro, super smart guy, makes a lot of really good points. But part of his character in conservative media is also picking apart things, bringing down people and spreading a lot that is very close connection to very, very shameful people. So I look at it and I'm like, Hey, you are smart and you make a lot of good points, but are you wanting to be this character of Ben Shapiro so much that you don't realize that you are working for an organization and you are also empowering people to be fucking racist, white supremacist, anti-LGBTQ plus bigots, like I know that you are smart, so I know that you know that, and I know that you do just enough logical positive sides of the thing, what feels like to justify you keeping the character that you're at. And then we can go even deeper on it. You look at like a Tommy Lauren, who is just a batshit crazy white woman who is like, if I spew this party line shit loud enough and look like a cute blonde... Everybody's going to fall in love with me. And they did. She has no credentials to do anything. And she was, you look a certain way and you bark loud enough. And, oh, you're going to be a superstar. I saw these, there's these black twins that have a YouTube station. They got blonde beards. I don't know what their deals, but they're like conservative black brothers. That might even be the name of their their podcast or their YouTube channel. And I actually heard them talk about how like they were doing their thing. They've been conservative humans for a while and this is nothing against them. And they said the first time that they did a political piece, it went viral. And now that's all that they do. And I'm not saying anything is right or wrong with that, but it was like, you did a thing that was an authentic expression of who you were. And then a version of that, like a small bit of you then did a thing And it got super fucking popular. And then you're like, oh, well, now I want to keep the... I want to keep the popularity train going. So now I'm only doing this, which for me is a little inauthentic. But we come back to where it is. It's like we have created these giant poles. And I look at the current gender ideology agreement. And when we align ourselves with what we'll call left or liberal, we align ourselves with what we call right. If we are on one side of the line, we are forced, if we want to belong and be respected, to then uh, to then agree with and be a part of all the things that are over here and disagree with all the things that are over there. And if you're on the right side, you have to be a good, positive with all the things that are here and against all the things that are there. And that is creating disconnection. So this War on wokeism, I see as two part. Number one, it is a the idea of people awakening will put in jeopardy the current power structure. And then the exact, which is scary, especially for those that are uh, conservatives, Republicans in the United States, that's scary. It's actually scary for the left as well because it's gonna destabilize the current power structure. So that is the fear on the true, true level of this anti wokism let us keep the, let's come back to the norm, the whole make America great again. It's like, okay, well, when was America great? Oh, let's have an- America was greater before people became awoken. So let's go back there. And that's comfortable. On the other side of it, this anti wokeism, which is the part of it that is just like, make some valid points is that on this far left, there are some batshit crazy people spouting some absolute fucking nonsense. And in that they are making people that are in the middle feel attacked. When I look at the way the current gender ideology conversation is going and I cannot simply say I'm confused. I can give you the full love that a human has another human to do what you want with your body, to say what you want about your body and to say what you want about your ideas. And I can be confused, I can not understand, and I can disagree with it in part. Like I should be able to have the right to do that without being shamed or canceled. So when that is, when you take a strong stance of, of the, let's say I am a man, call me a man, let me pay, in whatever it is. And if you don't, you're a bad person. I was just like, I I don't have like, how can, can I just be a good person that doesn't understand that supports you, that loves you, but also thinks like, I don't want maybe my kids to be exposed to this at an early age. Or I recently was shamed by a person that I used to go to university with because I had the only, I get, I get it all on acceptance. I also don't understand it all. Uh, and I'm okay with that, um, but the one thing that I have is like, okay, if you were born a man, I'm just not fully on board with you playing women's sports. I, I'm a from the very early stages, and Serena Williams actually has a great line about this. It's like she talks about men's and women's tennis being basically two different sports, and she is the goat of women's tennis. And she's like, I would never even play men's tennis. It's a, com- it's almost a completely different sport. So by me saying. I, yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Like, I feel like if I had a daughter and she was into sports, like I wouldn't want her, I would want her to have the best opportunity. And this doesn't seem fair. Uh, like I should be able to say this doesn't seem fair and not be shamed. So when we get back to woke let's take away all the bullshit to start and say, it is beautiful to become awakened to our true selves the little thing inside of us that lights us up the who we really are and be able to express that thing, to become awoken, awakened, connected, enlightened through our consciousness, unconditionally beautiful. And it puts a giant risk, a giant dent, a giant potential implosion in the current power system that wants you to conform. It wants you in the U S to work 40 to 60 hours a week, be in debt and work. And take your two weeks off a of year so that you continue to keep the machine churning. And it puts that at risk. It puts at risk of the current power structure to become awoken. But at the exact same time, on the other side of this awokenness is a bunch of people that were super, super suppressed. They had no voice. They felt like they had no rights. And they are just trying to be seen and heard. But I truly believe that they're all doing the best they can with what they have. So this two sides of this thing is just creating separation separation versus inclusion, you wanting to be included has to be you saying why you deserve to be included, but not shaming anybody else for not understanding that or not agreeing with you. And that's how people bring together. You and I have different ideologies and we, neither one of us is wrong. I don't see you as wrong. You don't see me as wrong. I want to support you and allow you to do you. And I want you to allow me to do me. And how can we do that coming from a place of love and respect? And those are my thoughts on wokeism and the war on wokeism. And man, I tell you what, that this true war on wokeism that's being launched by the conservatives is some fucking bullshit. And they hide it in the supreme bullshit of some of these people that are have these far left ideologies. So. I, if I could hope and wish anything, it is those human beings that are out there on the far left. Let's stop trying to be fucking famous. Let's stop trying to like get up on your fucking soapbox and let's realize like, what do we actually have to do to create inclusion? And you cannot, we cannot create inclusion through shaming people. So man, I wish the best for it all. (laughs) This is another episode of being human with Chris Walker. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you subscribe and hear you back again.